Welcome back to Cultivating Our Space. I'm your host, Dr. Tasha, creative problem solver. Today, I'll be talking about motivation. So the other day, I was listening to a Juneteenth-inspired playlist on Spotify. An updated version of Sounds of Blackness's Optimistic came on featuring Brandy and Common. And I actually had to listen to it twice, mostly because I realized I was saying all the wrong words. Thank you, Brandy, for clarifying. It's not when dolphins cry, it's storms and strides. Don't judge me, because I know I'm not the only one who got words wrong. I feel like optimism and motivation are tied, or at least they can be. For me, I know that pessimism equals procrastination, which can lead to equaling not caring. But if I'm optimistic, then I'm a little bit more motivated to go on. I was inspired to create a playlist on Spotify called Motivate and Empower. As of now, you have about two hours of music to get you going. If you want to know more about the music I listen to, this is it. I hope you enjoy. I wanted to focus on motivation because it's something I'm lacking lately. Doing this podcast has been fun. Sometimes I do procrastinate on the writing part and the editing part, and especially the writing part because I can write, record, listen, rewrite, record, and then edit. It becomes a long process. But my timelines keep me accountable and in check. If I didn't see the importance of being consistent within the boundaries that I set for myself and shared with you all, then things may never get done. Just take a look at all the unfinished craft projects in my room that I've started and never quite got to the point of finishing. We all have goals in life. They may be big life-changing goals or something as simple as cooking dinner at least once a week, which by the way, I'm still trying to stick to because delivery is just so much easier. Cooking for one becomes boring. I can get delivery and stretch that bad boy for two or three days. So for me, that's a win. I understand that cooking at home could save me money and can also be a little bit healthier. So that should be a motivating factor, but not really. I was always motivated when I was in school, even though essentially I was paying for that motivation. But then again, I don't like to waste money. And college is expensive. There was always something that kept me going and pushing to the next step. As the first in my family to go to college, it was motivating for me to get my undergrad degree and then my master's and then the doctorate. Now my motivation is really just to pay back all those student loans. But still, I don't really have that get up and go right now. It is sometimes easier to lay on the sofa and dream. The motivation here should be to make those dreams a reality, but then sometimes the imposter syndrome creeps in. And it reminds me of Lynn from Girlfriends. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, Girlfriends is a show about four black women who are best friends And it shows them going through different aspects of their life, whether it's love, family, marriage, divorce, kids, and even their own friendships with each other. So Lynn is known for being the free-spirited friend. Throughout the whole series, she doesn't have a consistent job or even a consistent place to live. She has numerous degrees. I think she has about five and she jumps from thing to thing. She starts off as a grad student, then works as a waitress, 
Then she does get an office job when she's pushed by her parents to pay them back for her student loans. Then she quits that job and gets into documentaries because of her biological mother. And that somehow goes to the wayside. And then at the end of the series, she becomes a musician. I can somewhat relate to Lynn because my thoughts do tend to jump from thing to thing, but my actions more or less stay pretty consistent. Not a lot of changes. Stepping out of my comfort zone is tough. And that is part of my struggle with motivation. There's one episode in particular that comes to mind. So this is back when Lynn was into documentaries and Lynn gets kicked out of Joan's house. She then goes to Tony's house. Tony won't let her in. She goes to William's house. William won't let her in. Finally, she goes to Maya's house. At this point, Maya is trying to go back to school, but she doesn't have all the money to pay for her tuition. Lynn offers her $500 in rent and Maya takes it. So the next morning, Maya is trying to get ready for work and also get her son Jabari ready for school while Lynn is laying on the sofa, eating cereal, doing nothing. Maya comes home that night from work and asks Lynn how her day was. How's her proposal? Both to which Lynn responds, eh. Then Maya says, well, tomorrow's another day. Same exact thing the day after and the day after until Maya gets frustrated. I definitely feel like Lynn on the weekends. I have things I need to do, but eh. I'm sitting on the sofa watching random TV. Instead of cereal, it might be popcorn. Because guess what? Tomorrow's another day. A few days later, Maya comes home to Lynn again, laying on the sofa. But this time, Maya goes off on Lynn. Maya's trying to go back to school. She should be a junior, but because none of her credits will transfer, she has to start as a freshman again. She feels defeated and takes it out on Lynn, which in this situation, I think Lynn needed that kick in the butt. Lynn says, a bit sarcastically, that her fear of failure snowballs into anxiety, which left untreated turns into full-blown depression. I kind of feel that. Maybe a little exaggerated, but I get where Lynn's going. Maya calls her lazy, that she has five degrees and does absolutely nothing. The gut punch is when Maya says she doesn't respect Lynn. Lynn then meets William at the bar and he swoops in with his William words of wisdom and says sometimes people get knocked on their ass and they still find a way to get, bu- get up and keep going, also known as resilience. Lynn believes all her ideas suck, so she doesn't work on her proposal. Definitely sounds familiar to me. William, with his words of wisdom, encourages her to keep working until it doesn't suck. Sometimes, inspiration is right in front of you. At this point, Lynn then decides that her topic for the documentary will be on single mothers based on Maya's experience. So, how do we stop the self-doubt spiral and stay motivated? No, seriously, I'm asking you, audience. How do we stop the self-doubt spiral and stay motivated? I really did struggle with this concept, but still thought it was important to have as an episode because I know I'm not the only one who feels this way at times. And I'd really love to hear what helps you. One thing that sometimes helps me 
is to think about feedback and even compliments that I've received, especially if I hear the same thing multiple times from people who don't know each other, especially when it's from strangers who barely know me. In that case, to me, I know it's a little bit more unique and a little bit more authentic. It doesn't always land the same when it's a group because sometimes that group think mentality can come into play and then I don't know if I can trust it as much. Admittedly, that may be more about me and not so much them. This is something I will be working on for myself, cutting through that self-doubt and imposter syndrome and finding ways to keep myself motivated. If you don't follow me on Instagram at Cultivating Our Space, make sure you do so you can follow my journey. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Cultivating Our Space. I want to hear from you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Cultivating Our Space and visit my website at cultivatingourspace.com. Until next time, be the best.